he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> Unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We are just happy that you're here. Yes. So come join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. All right, guys. Let's creep. So we have covered the Ben Higgins Golden Bachelor saga, but we have an update. Mm. So Ben went on Jason Tardick's podcast. It's actually like a two-part episode. And this is the this is from the most recent episode and he goes into a little bit deeper of like it wasn't just him making phone calls like he had dinners with them in LA like there was more communication here and Jason actually asks Ben what did ABC say in response like why did they say no and we get a little more clarity here so I felt like we're gonna close this what is it close the loop yes yes on yes. this story and I think this it. is important right okay so here's what Ben said and so for this one, I did campaign hard. I sent emails. I made phone calls. I went out to LA for dinners. I, Ashley, I, who's, obviously she was a like, great friend of mine. She started a whole petition yeah, saying, hey, Ben should be involved in the Golden Bachelor. I did not expect, I think it's a big ask to go in and be the host of that show. Sure. I think that's a big ask. If they thought I could do it and wanted me to do it, I would have gladly accepted it and said, I'm going to do my best. Mm -hmm. I just want to be involved. I just want to be there. I want to be amongst that, that scene. I, I think it's a beautiful idea. And I think if done well, and we don't know if it will be or not, it can be a, a show that captivates many. But that didn't work either. But I did. I pushed hard. I, what I, was the response you, you would get when you asked for stuff like that? Not a good fit? Not now? No, it wasn't even that you're not a good fit. It was mostly, yeah, not now or above my pay grade. Can't make those decisions. Or it was stuff just, it, it's what The Bachelor uses as an excuse is, there's so much chaos, we can't make a decision right now. Well, so you're going to have to at some point. And I'm just telling you, I'm willing and able, and I'm very cheap. I'm not expensive. And so it was mostly just, it felt like kicking the can down the road until I hear that it's airing and filming. And I I'm don't get it. Yeah, I, the put, I saw a ton of push for Caitlin, and I saw an insane amount of push for you. I mean, I could see ABC being like, oh my God, it's crazy over here. Like, can't get back to you. I feel like that's just a classic, like in any work situation, when you've just like ignored a message or something, when you respond back three weeks later, you're like, sorry, so swamped. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that works in television as well as normal work life. I do think it's a little shady, though, that it's like all of these producers, while they know that like this is not their decision, the decision is being made like way above their pay grade and all they're going to do is like, yes, Ben, and then like ignore him. But they're still happy mm -hmm. to like go to dinner and like they're literally like, oh, Ben, you're paying for um, catch tonight. Like we'll be there mm -hmm. and they have this fancy dinner with Ben and then they're like, oops, sorry, like we don't know. Yeah. And I don't think Ben should be paying for dinner. They could put it on the ABC card. Which I guess for all we know, maybe they did. I just feel like this paints a more detailed picture that it wasn't just Ben sitting at home updating his like, um, I keep saying GoFundMe, his, <laughs> his change.org change page. Yeah, no, it was like he was actually meeting with them. There were actual conversations. And this may have been a more legitimate situation than we first realized. Yeah, well, but I think that I expected that it was semi-legitimate. Like, I think with anything, like, if you actually want something you in the entertainment industry, you really have to go and, like, pitch yourself, pitch yourself, pitch yourself. And I guess I don't really knock him for doing that. I don't knock him for doing that at all. No, I think that's great. 
Chris Jenner says, if someone says no, you're asking the wrong person or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but clearly Ben was asking the wrong person for every single dinner True. that he had. <laughs> like, True. he needs to be like, once they say to him, hey, Ben, this is above my pay grade, what he should have said is like, hey, okay, then who's making this decision? Who? Who's coming to catch right. with me next? Yeah, like, who do I need to call and schmooze at a dinner? Who do I need to send a fruit basket to? Totally. I guess I'm I'm just confused. Like, why don't they want him involved? That's the part that's weird. I said this last week. Like, I genuinely am confused. Other than the fact that Jesse doing it makes it cohesive. Sure. Jesse hosts all of them. But like Ben's even saying, he doesn't necessarily need to be the host. And he's cheap. Like, he just wants to be there to host a date or to give Gary some advice. Like, I don't get why they would be so adamantly against Ben doing that. That's weird to me. He's like, I'll literally fly myself out to L.A. and shoot for free. Why wouldn't they take him I mean, up on that? I mean, he did not say that. You're putting words <laughs> no, in No, I know, mouth. but don't you think he would do that? Like, if, if they said, okay, fine, Ben, you can be involved, but you have to fly yourself out and you have to put yourself up in a hotel and you have That's to insane. pay for all your own meals. But I think he would still do it. He wants to do it so badly. I want this for him. I, I don't get it. I think it was, did you catch that Jason's like, I saw a lot of push for Caitlyn. Mm. That's interesting that he's saying that. But I, were people pushing for Caitlyn? I didn't really see I don't know. Anything. I mean, I feel like when that, I know. And then he said an insane amount of push for Ben. I didn't see any push other than the GoFundMe. <laughs> GoFundMe. <laughs> the change.org. <laughs> Caitlyn, I remember when that clip came out of Caitlyn hosting the group date, and it was like two days after she announced the engagement was mm-hmm. called off. Oh, Maybe right. that's what Jason's referring to, but I didn't hear anyone say. I didn't hear anyone say that the hosting job is up for grabs. No, like, it that was, was just never so said. <laughs> it's not true. It never. I was. know. So I blame ABC for like leading Ben on. To be honest, yeah, I do too. Because he obviously got in his head that it was possible. Right. Did ABC really just need like a lobster dinner that badly? Maybe they did. These producers are not being paid. What they used to these days. Times are tough. Yeah. True. I don't know. Well, speaking of Caitlyn, Mm -hmm. our next story is actually about Caitlyn. She goes into further detail about the demise of her relationship with Jason. And I'm going to play the clip and then we'll we'll dissect. I don't know. As soon as I get into any relationship, it always feels like, like even in the last two, which of course everybody knows of, it's like we, we both just kept choosing ourselves over anything else and just not growing together. That's why I'm like, when you say growing together is the best part, I'm like, I will say we just were doing this, like really focus. I'm really focusing on myself and my career. And I'm, yeah. I do think I'm getting a, to be a better person, which will make me a better partner. But it was just. Which would you rather have $5 million or a husband? Mm. A husband. What would you rather, $5 million or a husband? I guess you already have a husband, so, like, you c- you have to plead the fifth on that one. I think I would take a husband regardless, um, but $5 million would be pretty nice. I'll take both. Oh, I would 100% take the $5 million, though, but that's I know why I'm single. So, <laughs> um, okay, maybe, like, I'm, I'm the most jaded person when it comes to relationships, so I hear Caitlin say this, and I'm like, good. You guys should be choosing yourselves the whole time, and if that person can't, like, mesh with what you're doing, then it's not right. Also, in the clip when she's like, we just both kept going like this. This is audio, so obviously you can't see what she's doing. Mm -hmm. She's taking her fingers and, like, pulling them. How do I explain this? Yeah, like, they're separating. They're separating. So basically, her and Jason were going in two different directions. I think it's interesting that she's comparing it to Sean, though. Yeah. Like, she's not just saying this is what went wrong with Jason. This is also what went wrong with Sean. Yeah. Well, and granted, like, I wasn't 
super plugged into Bachelor stuff when the Caitlyn and Sean era was happening. But my like interpretation of it from afar was. Didn't doesn't it seem that Sean's like more like a traditional guy and kind of wanted to like now that he was engaged to Caitlyn, like, let's settle down. Let's be in our house in Nashville. Let's like chill. Like, let's start a family. And she was kind of like career, career, career. Is that the case or mm-hmm. am I making that I up? I mean, I don't know. Sure. But doesn't that seem like the vibe? Kind of. Yeah. Well, it seemed like that was the, potentially the vibe with Jason, too. Yeah. But Jason, I, I feel like maybe seems a little bit more career centric, just in a, in a different way. Like Caitlyn was saying, I don't know. I guess Sean has his gym. Yeah. You have to strike while the iron is hot. When you have all the opportunities, like what was she supposed to do? You know, not host The Bachelor, not do Dancing with the Stars, not have... Right. And I think if she had compromised those things for the sake of the relationship and and said no to certain opportunities and had a strong relationship, don't you think like that builds resentment within the relationship, probably for the both of them, if they were both kind of like not spreading their wings to fly in a different direction? In for the sake of staying together. And I don't think that's good either. So that's why I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. if life's pulling you in different directions, run with it. Someone else in that direction where you're going is going to be a better fit mm. for you. True. Yeah. I mean, because I do think when you're with the right person, you can still choose yourself, but I think it'll be easier to mm-hmm. choose both of you together. Yeah. Because you both want the same things. Yeah. So hmm. did we just like dissect? Crack the case. Should we be like therapists? Oh my I God. Nick Vial over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever happens with that. Like, I is think he going to be a therapist or not? The whole internet bullied him saying, you should never be a therapist. And he was probably like, yeah. I don't think he cares who bullies him. I know, but, well, then where, where's the certificate? Is he going back to school? Like, what's happening? I'll book a session. Oh, my God. I'll book an emergency <laughs> session. I think a session with Nick Vial would make my mental health way worse. But it would do it for the plot. Oh, yeah. If we were recording it for the podcast, I would sacrifice my mental health for yeah. the episode. But... If someone was like, if my therapist was like, hey, I'm going on vacation, but you can see this guy instead, I would not. I would not see Nick. He, like, makes you feel like you're the problem in all of your... Of course. Yeah. Speaking of Nick, you guys know that uh, Nick and Natalie are having a girl. You heard it here Mm -hmm. first. I predicted it was a girl. And... I maybe Nick told me. Who knows? <laughs> right, 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 right. The mole. Right. Um, I can't believe Nick's going to be a girl dad. I know. And I, I hope it makes his podcast better. Don't you think it will? Like, I feel like once he has a daughter of his own, he will maybe have a different perspective when he's giving advice to other young women who are calling into his podcast because he'll be able to be like, oh, but like, would I say this to my daughter? Like, I don't know. Well, see, so I haven't listened to his like, advice segments in quite some time but from what i've gathered in the past he actually is like all about women like not being silly and waiting around for a guy like he has from what i remember it was a lot of the uh he's just not that into you approach Mm -hmm. which i actually think is like good yeah I agree. If he wanted to, he will, that approach. Also, on our Patreon, so obviously you guys know that Victoria and Greg are our guests this week. We have a separate clip that's only going to be on our Patreon, and we ask uh, Victoria, because she's best friends with Natalie, we ask her about the whole, like, gender reveal saga and ask her her thoughts on Nick telling people the wrong gender, and she has an interesting take on it. So yeah, go check that out over on She's All Batches' Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, though, we also have our Bachelor Mysteries episode. Mm -hmm. You want to explain what this is? Sure. Yeah. So there is some lore within Bachelor Nations, some deep, dark mysteries that have never been solved on the internet. And Stephanie and I put on our detective hats, grab our 
magnifying glasses, and we try to solve the mysteries. It's really a good time. A few examples, Hannah Ann in the golf cart. Mm -hmm. Did Logan really have COVID? Yes. Why was Kelly in the audience during Peter's After the Final Rose? That one's my favorite, I think. What happened between Rachel and Raven? Mm -hmm. So we really try to get into it. We try to crack the case, get to the bottom of it. It's really weird to me that the FBI hasn't called us and was like, oh my God, you guys are hired. We need you to be working on our stuff too. Um, But if they wanted to reach out, I'm open to it. So have your people call my people. Totally. So yeah, go check that out at patreon.com slash she's all batch. Okay, Stephanie, can I tell you a theory that I've been having in my head and I need to know if you agree or not? Yes, obviously. Okay, so I so obviously like summer is a very sweaty time, especially like in the Northeast, it's humid, it's disgusting. But I low-key think I am constantly getting more sweaty in fall and winter as opposed to summer because you're all bundled up walking around. And then when you walk inside to a place, you're like instantly sweating because you're all bundled up. Like there's no way to dress for the transition from outside to inside. Do you know what I mean? Totally. I actually have an issue with September because everyone sees it as like, cool, crisp, back to school. But like, why is it 500 degrees and you're supposed to be wearing flannel? I'm not about September. I'm about like November. I want cooler air because fall is a facade. Right. But I think the issue that I have with cooler air is you're wearing your sweater, your scarf, your coat, and then you run into Dunkin' Donuts to grab a coffee and all of a sudden you're instantly Mm -hmm. drenched in sweat and smelling bad. Yeah. So that's no fun for anyone. No, I actually find it more annoying than in summer when you like know what to expect and you're just constantly... This is the air all the time. So what I recommend, guys, is Lumi's whole body deodorant. It is safe to use anywhere on your body, pits, under boobs, thigh folds, belly buttons, butt cracks, vulvas, and feet. Tell them a little bit more about it, Stephanie. I am a true customer of Lumi whole body deodorant. I use it every single day, and anyone that I've recommended it to has completely, it's changed their life. Like, I, over the summer, noticed that I was, like, having body odor, and I'm like, is this hormones? What is this? And Lumi has completely solved that problem. So if you want to smell fresh 24-7, you will get Lumi whole body deodorant. And so if you want to get your hands on a Lumi starter pack, which comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, and two free products of your choice, you can go to lumipodcast.com and use code She's All Batch, and that's going to get you 40% off the entire pack. That's L-U-M-E podcast.com and use code She's All Batch and smell good all day long. It will change your life. Go check it out. Okay, so back to school is here, and my life is busier than ever. I am driving a toddler to and from school every single day, but Little Spoon has made my day-to-day so convenient. One thing I check off my to-do list is prepping easy, healthy meals for my son, thanks to Little Spoon. So Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your child. It's delivered straight to your door, so you literally order and don't have to think about it. It's so flexible and so easy, and everything stores right in my fridge or freezer. I pick the menu and change up what I order for my son every single time. I could put a little smoothie in his lunchbox or a little snack that comes from Little Spoon. And I also love preparing like after school meals for him from Little Spoon because he gets like a really nice meal that's healthy. That's so easy for me to do. 
Totally, guys. There's so many other things you need to prep for when your kids are going to school. The last thing you want to think about is mealtime. So make this year's back-to-school chaos just a little bit more manageable with time-saving, delicious, and healthy meals and snacks for your kids. You can go to littlespoon.com slash she's all batch and enter code she's all batch at checkout, and that gets you 30% off your first little spoon order. That's amazing. So that's littlespoon.com slash she's all batch and enter our code she's all batch for 30% off at checkout. All right, we're going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. That's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild, and we read those stories. What kind of time would you say it is? Like, pretty good, I think. It's a pretty good time. Oh, okay. Just pretty good? Not a really good time? Just, yeah, pretty good. Just pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so this first one is from one of our thoughts. She actually submitted this in our Facebook group, and I told her to submit, like, a formal story. So she writes and says, Hi, Stephanie and Jackie. I had a bachelor encounter last night at the Ainsworth, New York City. Blake was doing a DJ set. Jason, Pilot P, and Jamie from Listen to Your Heart were also there. They were all super nice. I got to talk to Jason the most. We talked about how he had family in Westchester since I'm from Westchester. We also talked about Buffalo Bills since we were both fans. We took shots of tequila with Jason and Pilot P. Told them they should go on your podcast. I know Blake and Peter have been on, though. Anyways, I love your podcast. Would love to come to a live show if you were to do one again. I'm from Westchester, New York. Aw. Well, we definitely plan to do another live show. So we'll keep you posted. We will. I want to know when you said to them, you guys should come on She's All Batch, what they said, especially knowing Blake and Pilot Pete have been on. Like, were they like, oh my God, yeah, we've been on. Love those girls. Or were they like... Well, Ew, I'm, I hate that podcast. <laughs> I'm convinced that Peter doesn't know whose podcast he went on. Like, I don't I think he— I would believe that. Yeah. I think his producer said, this is a Bachelor podcast, and he said, okay. Like, I don't what? think he knows anything of who we are. You think if we ran into him on the street, he wouldn't know that he was on our podcast? Yes, I fully—yes. You think he would recognize you? Well, Dustin did, but maybe he, Dustin was more plugged into the conversation Well, wait, did you— Peter. When you saw Dustin and he recognized you, how did that go? Did he, like— How did he that went, go down? I was at Trader Joe's with my mom, and he saw me and was like, Oh, my God, hey, how are you? And he knew who you were just from your yeah. face? Oh, wow. I mean, but this was also, like, shortly right after we had done that. So and now it's been a minute. I don't know if he would remember. Yeah. But also, too, like— I remember every podcast we've been on. I just think it's different. I don't think I'd see Dave Neal walking around and, like, not recognize him. Well, Dave Neal is our friend. I think there's yeah. it's different. I really think Peter didn't know whose podcast. I mean, that's just my opinion. I know. So, yeah, well, so, so, girl, follow up. Let us yeah. know if, if he said anything about us. I would like to think that Blake remembers us. I think he does because sometimes he'll, like, respond to, like, little comments or something. Like, I'll respond to, like, his story and, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, haha. Or, like, a TikTok, and he'll be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that means we're best friends. Wow. You guys have such a deep connection. One time um, I made a TikTok about how much I didn't want to watch All Star Shore because I just thought it was a bad show, but I really wanted to see him and Gigi get together. And he was like, no, watch it. You'll like it. I still didn't watch it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the thought that counts. I have a problem with these shows, like All Star Shore and, like, House of Villains, which is coming out, mm. and Corinne is on it. Like, What I get annoyed with is when they take people from so many different reality shows, like, I don't watch all those reality shows, so therefore I'm not invested in all these people. House of Villains is taking all different reality show villains, including Corinne, Jax Taylor from Vanderpump, Omarosa, uh, other people. Shake from... uh, Shake, Love is Blind. 
But it's like, why can't we do this show with just Bachelor villains? Like, wouldn't it be so cool if it was mm. House of Villains and it's like Corinne, Demi, Crystal? Well, I think with this thing too, like, these people don't know each other. So any, like, what's the concept of House of Villains? They're all just there? Like, or is there an actual thing happening? Because no. There's a plot. I agree with you that I don't like, like, All-Star Shore, it's the same thing, but it's, like, competition shows. And it, and it's, like, I don't need to see them all, like, compete for things. But the one show that I think did this amazingly was The Traitors. And that's because there was, like, an actual aspect of the show separate from the fact that, oh, this is just a bunch of people from different reality shows brought together. You know what I mean? They were yeah. playing the game The Traitors, which in itself is interesting. Well, there is a game here. It's, I know, but um, The Traders is just a way better game. Well, I didn't I even tell you this game yet. The Traders. Okay, I didn't well, even tell, tell you what this game is. It's <laughs> 10 of reality television's most iconic and infamous villains come together and must outsmart, outmanipulate, and outscheme each other through a series of challenges to win a cash prize and the title of America's Ultimate Supervillain. I like that. What I don't like is that, like, 10 of the people or 9 of the people I don't actually care about. Like, I want to see Corinne. just some, like... A reality show villain is created by the circumstances and the editing and all that stuff. So I just don't think, like, putting them in a, another fake situation where they just have to, like, what, overdo their, like, meanness makes sense because it's all very, like, manipulated. You know what I mean? Or forced. Forced is maybe a better word. Like, Corinne's going into this show knowing and or Jax like has to go into the show knowing they just have to be like a huge asshole and like do all these sketchy things and that's just like what they were hired to do and right. they're gonna go in and do that and that's all fine but I, it's not coming from an authentic place so I don't really no I, I totally hear you trust it versus like Corinne acting the way she did on The Bachelor she was acting that way because of the circumstances around her not because she was like we need to be like this same thing with Jax you know, well, I'm kind of confused with Jax because I'm only on season seven of Vanderpump, mm. but like while Jax does really horrible things, yeah, he's he very does. beloved. Like everyone oh, yeah. likes him. So it's weird to look at him as a villain because typically the villain you love to hate, you root against them. But like Jax is fine. You've gotten to the part where he cheats on Brittany. Yeah, but like he's, but they're already back together. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I yeah. just feel like he's not. I don't know. I feel like villain fucking put Sandoval in there. That's a yeah. villain. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't fit the villain bill. I wouldn't have actually thought of him. But I'm excited to see him on the show. Yeah, it just feels very forced because you know everyone in there is going in there, like, trying to make a show versus the show itself being an organic place for a show to grow. That's yeah. what I think I'm trying to say. Because even, like, the traders is similar, but, like, the concept of the game, the traitors that they're all playing is interesting. And so then that brings out the drama within the people. So this show also has a lot of people like guest star, like Abby Lee Miller comes, which is iconic. Spencer Pratt comes. But basically Spencer Pratt walks in the door and he's like, hey, what's up? I'm Spencer Pratt. And then everyone's like, who, who, who is that guy? And that's the clip that they're promoting. My and God, Spen the disrespect. Seriously. The Spen original reality TV villain. Spencer wrote in the comments of some TikTok that I saw, and he's like, yeah, they begged and begged and begged for me to do a cameo on the show, and this is how they treat me. Like, they know what they're doing, trying to make it. Like, if you are a villain, and you're on a villain show, and you don't know who Spencer Pratt is, you need to rethink your whole your whole character. Yeah, your whole life. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, move on. Let's what were we on. even talking about? I don't know. <laughs> How did we get into um, this? 
Oh, oh, you said all. Oh, we said Blake. Oh, because of all star shore. shore. Yeah, well, that's another one where it's just like it's all these people there, and they and they are like doing physical challenges for money. It's like, why do I want to watch that? But that's not my issue. My issue isn't the premise of the show. My issue is when you put so many people from so many different shows, the odds of someone that has watched every one of those shows are slim. Well, I think that's the point, that, but you've at least watched one. So like you're going sucks. to watch someone. I remember uh, they did this with those therapy shows. Uh, couples therapy, was it called? Mm. Or like marriage boot camp, couples therapy, one of those shows. Juan Pablo and Nikki were on one of those shows. And I remember I just wanted to see their scenes and I mm-hmm. would fast forward because I'm like, I don't know who these other people are and I don't care. I just wish Bachelor was smart enough to like make a fucking couples therapy show for Bachelor yeah. people. Make a after the Bachelor show for like Sean and Catherine for people that want to see like kids and Ari and Lauren, family people. Make mm-hmm. a villain show like... Why do we have to think of everything? I know. It's okay. It'll be okay, Stephanie. (sighs) All right. Next Bachelor Encounter. Okay. Hi. First off, I wanted to let you know, you are hands down my favorite podcast. Oh, my God. Love you. Thank you so much. I look forward to listening to both of you in my long car rides to and from work. I love that. As for my Bachelor Encounter, it was back in 2017 at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. Jade, Carly, and Ashley I were doing a special meet and greet chat with the audience. I was so nervous as my friend and I inched up slowly in line. When it was finally our turn, I immediately approached Jade and told her, you and Tanner are my absolute favorite couple in Bachelor Nation. As soon as I finished, I looked to Carly, who was also standing right there, and looked super annoyed that I didn't say that to her about her and Evan, and that I also spoke with Jade first with her right there. I panicked and awkwardly said to her, and you and Evan are so cute too. It was seriously so awkward. The meet and greet was quick, so I didn't get a chance to even chat with Ashley I, but I did get an autographed headshot of the three of them, haha. Oh, and fun fact, I found out after that Jade was pregnant with her first at this event, and she announced it shortly after. Huh. You can't be mad if someone's complimenting the person next to you. Like Greg even said this in our interview last week. He's like, you know, I'll be out with Andrew and sometimes people go up to Andrew and they're like, oh my God, I loved you on the show. And then like, they may not necessarily say it to Greg, but like, mm-hmm. what if that person is just a big fan of Jade and Tanner? Right. Like, don't be mad, Carly. And looking back, I mean, look, who stood the test of time? It's Jade and Tanner, mm-hmm. not Evan and Carly. True, true, true. So this submitter knows what's up, knows how to pick them. Exactly. All right. Well, those are all the Bachelor encounters we have for this week. If you have a story you want to submit, go ahead and submit it. DM me at She's All Batch, and maybe we'll read it next week. Or the week after that. Or the week after that. Maybe. I woke up with my hair so silky this morning because I slept last night on my Blissy pillowcase, and it is so soft. Have you been sleeping on yours? Yes, I have. And I honestly have been loving it because I use a lot of product on my face and hair, honestly, these days when I go to sleep. And I feel like I need a pillowcase that does not absorb all of that into Mm -hmm. its fabric while I'm sleeping. And with a silk pillowcase, that doesn't happen because it's not going to absorb the moisture. So all my products stay where they're supposed to stay. I love it. Which is necessary for my beauty sleep. Silk pillowcases are where it's at. And Blissy pillowcases are made of 100% mulberry silk, which is naturally hypoallergenic so you can sleep more comfortably without itching. And unlike other silk pillowcases, these are the highest quality silk and are machine washable, durable, and have a zipper to hold your pillow in place. Also, guys, too, I think they're an amazing gift. If you are thinking of trying to get a gift for someone and, like, they're the kind of person who, like, doesn't really want anything or they have everything, get them 
a pillowcase from Blissey because who wouldn't want that? Like, you know they're gonna use it. So I think it's like the perfect thing for a gift for literally any occasion. I would love to get this in a grab bag. So if you guys wanna check out Blissey, you can go to blissey.com slash she's all batch. That's B-L-I-S-S-Y dot com slash she's all batch. They have a ton of different prints and colors and over 1.5 million raving fans, and you could be next. Try now risk-free for 60 nights at blissy.com slash she's all batch. That'll get you 30% off. Sleep cooler this summer with Blissy. Today's episode is sponsored by the revolutionary cookware company, Hexclad. I was cooking chili the other night and I was using my Hexclad pan and I felt like such a boss. It's Gordon Ramsay's pots and pans line and he knows what's up. Totally. And if you guys are like moving into a new place or you're just looking to kind of redo your kitchenware set, Hexclad has like a six piece set that I think is just like the perfect starter pack if you don't really know where to start or you're just like buying random pots and pans. So the set has um, three of their most popular pans with the accompanying lids that can handle all of your pan cooking needs. So it's all different sizes, whether that's eggs, burgers, steaks, sauces. Yeah. Something I also like about it too is I feel like when you're buying pots and pans, you kind of have to pick one between like stainless steel or having like cast iron pans or having non-stick pans. But Hexclad has patented technology that gives you all the benefits of all of those things in one pan, which is really unusual and not like, they're not like other pans, they're cool pans. And that's just like such a game changer for me personally, because I never know which one to get because they all have their benefits. I know. And I will never not use a non-stick pan ever again for the rest of my life. So... Hexclads, pots and pans, they do the trick. They have it all. Mm -hmm. And if you guys want to check out Hexclad, you can go to hexclad.com and use code She's All Batch, and that's going to get you 10% off. That's H E X C L A D.com slash She's All Batch. Go check out their website. If you have a bride and groom in your life, you know, someone moving into a new kitchen, this makes a great gift for someone. Hexclad.com slash She's All Batch. Bon appetit. Let's eat with Hexclad's revolutionary cookware. And here's V. Hi. We have Queen Victoria on the pod. Oh my gosh, I love you guys. She just got in from walking the dog and now she's going to join in on Greg's interview. So thank you. They just asked, they just asked if um, I think if I went to paradise last year, if we would be together, if I went to paradise. Oh, that's a good question. What do you mean? It's a good question. <gasps> oh my God. What would you say? I said, absolutely. What do you mean? What's your answer, Victoria? <laughs> I think, yeah, for sure. I, I do think it's better that he didn't go, though. Okay. I well, agree. Yeah. <clears throat> We're just literally right up to our questions that involve you. So this is so great to get both of your points of view here. Um, mm-hmm. So as viewers, it's so interesting to go into, like, obviously, your whole trip to Italy and that all transpired while the show was airing that your story was more interested than the story on TV. Like you truly were like the show outside the show. Can you walk us through the moment you found out that you were spotted by a fan? Like, are you on your phone and like, oh shit? No, we we knew that we were spotted, right? In the Coliseum, but like- It was gonna get out. We thought, we thought when we, when people were like, recognized us in the coliseum like because we ran we were running through the coliseum like like it it was pretty funny um but we were like there's no way that they like know for certain that it was us like i had my cap really low and sunglasses and we ran there was no photos um so i was like all right there's no proof um and then we went to capri the next day and like got away from it all um 
And then it was that couple that walked past us. I mean, cause we were, we were like, all right, let's get dinner. And it was like midnight. And we were like, all right, the streets are empty in Capri. And then we're all of a sudden we're passing this couple. And, uh, do you remember this? Mm-hmm. And it was just like this alleyway. And all of a sudden, I guess they turned around and like snapped a photo and like sent us in. But like, you still couldn't really get, get that, that it was us. Cause it was from the back. But that's like when we found out that it was like getting like out there. Okay. Yeah, Are you guys freaking TikTok. out? Or were you like, fuck it now that it's out there? Let's no, go. I mean, more. we were really upset. Like, obviously what other people say about you take the mental toll on you and you're not going to be prepared for that kind of like backlash, especially that was our first date was going to Italy. So it was just a lot of shit all at once. Um, I I think too, that we were uh, feeling so good about it. And like, there was also like this like mutual, like we felt like a, this mutual, like, like between us that like we were understanding that this was going to be more than whatever we were thinking it was going to be at the time and i mean we weren't talking about it like oh my are we gonna like be boyfriend girlfriend after this but um i felt like it was evident after like the first after like the first day or two that it was getting to that point because like how good of a time we were having together um and it just felt like scary because like we definitely both like internally wanted to protect it and like we kind of knew like the kind of shit storm that was about to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was there factors with like ABC though? Because like contract stuff with Victoria being on the show, not necessarily being able to be seen with someone not on the show. Like, was there a concern there? I, for me, not really. I think they loved it. Honestly, if I'm being quite honest, I think that they capitalized off that as much as they could. So there was never going to be an issue with that. Um, and there never was. So interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It is yeah. interesting how sometimes they care about that stuff, but in this case, you're <laughs> right. They did capitalize on it. So they're like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Right. Huh. Yeah. Okay. You guys were at Nick's house and I feel, and posted some picture together. And I think that's maybe when people were like, oh no, this is like official, official, a thing. The original caption was soft launch. I is think what it was? you guys changed it. Well, it wasn't there. It was Nick. Oh, post. that was Nick. That was not us. Yeah, oh, Nick posted it. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And then he changed it. Was there drama behind the scenes of why that was changed? Or I guess I'm hearing from you, Greg, you didn't even know that that's what Nick had said initially. <laughs> I didn't no, even know that was the caption. We didn't know that Nick put that. We didn't know that Nick posted that because we were on a flight anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when we saw that he posted that, like he's our, he's our really good friend. It didn't really matter at that point. I think he maybe changed the caption just because of the reunion airing and stuff. And I mean, it didn't really matter at that point. The whole world knew anyway, but. Yeah, I think that he was, especially because like we got on a flight together again after that. And I think that we were like, all right, there's like, this was filmed in front of like a real audience. This is out now. Like, yeah, we didn't really. Like, we were just care. like. After, after the reunion, like officially filmed we didn't fucking care after that Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. what happens at the reunion was really fucked up the way they aired it was really fucked up and so at that point we were like we don't give two shits well what was fucked up just the way that it was perceived and the way that it all played out um greg was never supposed to go on stage 
it was not supposed to be this like big thing. Um, and they knew what they were doing in the moment, obviously, and persuaded us that it was going to be in our favor and we should do this and X, Y, Z. Um, and we never wanted it to be a thing. Like we really wanted to protect it. And so when we went out there and everyone was like, you guys are fucking clowns. We were like, it's exactly what we didn't want because we were not wanting to be in that position. It, but it's, 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 yeah, it's tough because we voiced, I mean, I don't know how many times that like, we did not want to showcase this in front of the cast. I was not on paradise. Um, right. Yeah. In, in no way did I want to be, um involved in, involved in like way. they're present with when she's talking to her you know ex johnny and like i i did not want to be in that room um yeah. i was like this is not right um and he had nothing to do with the downfall of me and i don't even want to say your ex yeah my ex um so he didn't need to be involved and it all got twisted into this thing of like Greg was the reason and all this other shit. And it's just like so dumb at this point. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, it, it was tough. Um, cause we, we truly not that like still like no matter, I think how we did it, um, we were gonna, it was gonna not be the most positive thing in the world because she was showcasing her relationship with someone. Um, and then, you know, people didn't get to see us. So like, it's very hard to place see and place that. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, it did end in engagement, but like these happen all the time in the bachelor world. It was three weeks that people were seeing each other. I mean that this happens in everyday life, which was tough. Um, and we also wanted to protect it because we felt like it was just like a real relationship that like, this was going to be like for, you know, that we were committed to. And, um, I really was hoping that we were going to be able to do this, uh, behind the scenes somehow, if they wanted to integrate us, I really didn't want to be integrated at all. How did Um, they get you to come out then? It, they didn't, they, it, it had nothing to do with them at the end of the day. Um, it was more so all, um, because of what she was about to go through because everything on social media, I mean, all these, uh, bachelor pages that, you know, were posting about it and like voicing their opinion, um, before anything came out, it was tough because they were all shaming her right off the bat. Um, there was all these like horrible remarks and like people come for her, um, way harder than a lot of the women in the franchise and and like the words that people use towards her are really upsetting and hurtful and i saw what was going on with her Mm -hmm. and for me i was like this doesn't matter anymore about the fucking show about i'm not getting any money about out of this i do not give a shit um me and you are in this together at this point we're gonna take it on the fucking chin like who the hell cares at this point like i'm not gonna let you just sit there and get murdered out there alone like we're gonna be on the stake together and just and go for it awesome that's really fucking cool it's romantic i i I think so that's yeah that's really cool i feel from a viewer perspective you guys seemed like such a united front did you feel like the support from fans after that no what immediately what movie did we see that night oh yeah we had to turn off our phones and we went to go see which movie was it 
we should know this. We see we don't even remember the Mario. movie. I think it was Mario. <laughs> I think it was the Mario Kart movie. Um, and then we went out. Yeah, and we then... turned our phone. <clears throat> airing because we just didn't want to and, hear what everyone was saying and he, about it. We weren't doing ourselves any favors also with like, I think me and her both, I think, received our own respective backlash on our own seasons, her on Pete's season, mine on Katie's. Um, and I think that we were also, you know, for something that's going down controversial, it just amped it up that much more yeah. uh, for a lot of people. And it really piled on the hate. So like it, it was loud for a while and like we were receiving some, you know, brutal messages. I mean, my mom was receiving yeah. a lot of messages to the point where I was just like, this is, this is getting bad. Um, it's scary. And that, it's really scary what people. And, and we kind of knew that that was um, a possibility that it would play out like that. So, which is why like we really wanted to do like, if we were going to have a part in this, if like I was going to be on in any capacity, whether it was two minutes or 30 seconds, like I wanted to do it not on stage. That was like my biggest thing. I was like, if you guys like have any, like, you know, like honest, like hope for us, like, I think that we would be able to get this, you know, completed off stage, but it wasn't a possibility, sadly. So that's how it went. Were there aspects of that of the conversations when you guys were on stage during the reunion that we did not see aired. Yeah. What between us, between or... you guys or between um, Victoria's ex, or I feel like there was a, like, I feel like that scene was very choppy as a viewer. It was. So I'm, al I'm always like, what are we not seeing? Like, what are they hiding from us? Yeah. When they made it bigger than it was like, they pulled people's faces from like different points mm. in time. Like people yeah. don't understand like, what reality tv is like they can use totally. any snippet they can use any clip of your face and just insert it and like yeah it was a big deal but also there was other things like they didn't show in my favor totally. that the audience was reacting to um i think yeah. at the end of the day it's just like it's reality tv yeah people need to remember that and we're real people. We're not characters on a TV show. Yeah. And so if people could just understand that moving forward, like have grace for people. And, and it's funny too, because at this point I feel like it's been a complete 180. Like people have taken a liking to us just because we're able to like showcase our relationship now. And that's been nice, but to get all this hate and then like a complete 180 six months later, it's like, what the fuck? You really see how like insane this whole thing is so you kind of can't go based off what the crowd is feeling in the moment totally and we were saying to greg before though too like just because people are saying it on the internet doesn't mean that's how the majority of people really feel right mm -hmm. and right. like those are the people like yeah. that are going to make a yelp review because they're mad not they're not those making the a yelp, the yelp review <laughs> right they're not going to make a yelp review because they loved their sandwich they're going to make it when you right. fuck their sandwich up so like yeah there's yeah. probably like 10 times the amount of people that people that feel fine about you but they're not going to voice it right so how do you guys deal with the backlash of like being a couple in this public eye and having to feel like you have to post every movement to in order to confirm to people that you guys are fine like how do you deal with that as a couple i think that we just try to not listen to it as much anymore i think i think both of us have given it so much weight in the relationship, especially early on, that 
the only way that we're going to move forward in this and like in life is that if we don't rely on what everyone's saying um and yeah there's going to be times where her she's traveling for two weeks and i'm in jersey and like i don't post that much to begin with like i i rarely like post on my story like i post tiktoks and like i'll post like in feed posts here here and there but like i i don't on my social media presence is not like an everyday sort of thing like i enjoy being somewhat private um and i think that's like what people are just gonna have to understand with us um is that they may not see us every single day together on our stories and like it doesn't mean anything by it yeah yeah because i feel like obviously you guys are still together and a strong united couple this summer we were hearing like a lot of people like in the comments being like what's happening what's happening is that frustrating is it frustrating i mean no i don't really care what people say yeah Yeah. I, i don't really think it's frustrating either i mean we had on our schedule that we were going um have like a nice staycation somewhere um like the week that that was all happening so we were like yeah all right guess this is all gonna get figured out in like three days time or right four days time i applaud you for how you handled that though because like i feel like other people would want to be like no i want to set the record straight but you're like fuck it we're happy we don't need to appease to the masses yeah exactly it was a good way to handle it exactly well, what is next for you guys? You guys make such a beautiful couple. Do we see a Neil Lane sparkler in the oh, future? No. <laughs> Not Neil Lane. Well, <laughs> Neil Lane. Uh, I don't. I don't think um, I'm going to be going through Neil Lane if that happens with us. But I mean, that's like you know what we're both hopeful for. You know, it's funny we're also going to uh, where it all started um, in about three days. Two days. Roma. Uh, we were flying into Italy um, in nice. two days. Yeah, we're gonna go get some more matching tattoos. That's no way! Gonna Are you gonna? I'm do just. It again? Jo- I'm joking. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> you may. You never know. The moon yeah. may strike, and you'll just go and get another one. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? If we have a couple cocktails in us, who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys. This is so fun, and I'm so glad no. we got to have both of you guys on. Yeah, as this well. is so nice. Thank you, Victoria, for joining of as course. well. Do, are we going to see a season two of Uncensored Saints? We'll see. Well, I'm going to be looking. I love that pod. Um, um, thank you, guys. Oh, do you guys want to plug your socials? Oh, yeah, anything? sure. Or plug um, anything you have going on? Just, I mean, my social is just my name, Greg Rippo. Um, and go on. And mine's VL Fuller. Find me on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. Oh, Greg J. Grip on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. And remember, we have more from Greg and Victoria on our Patreon. We have an exclusive game that we play with them that's just for our Patreon listeners. So if you want to check them out, go over to patreon.com slash she's all batch. We also have the video interviews of Greg and Victoria and just Greg from last week. So if you want to just see them be cute and interact, highly recommend checking out the video over on our Patreon. Yes. And while you're at our Patreon, you can also check out our latest episode that is Bachelor Mysteries, where Stephanie and I debunk all of the 
mysteries in Bachelor Nation that have not been able to be solved until now. Just kidding. We don't solve all of them, but I think we solve like most of them in our own way. I think regardless, it's interesting to hear someone talk about like mm-hmm. a crazy, confusing mystery. Oh, totally. Um, Go <laughs> check out our Facebook group if you want to meet other like-minded individuals like yourself who like yes. the pod, like the show, and just want to talk about all things Bachelor. You can follow us. You can follow Stephanie at She's All Batch. Follow me at Jackie Maroney underscore. And is that it? That's it. I mean, go share this episode with a friend, though. Yeah. I think you should definitely share it with two friends, some might say. Oh, okay. All right. Is that it? I think that's (laughs) it. (laughs) Goodbye, bitches. Because you're not supposed to ask, is that it? I'm supposed to ask, is that it? I know, but I really didn't know if it was it or not.